Hello there, and welcome back to the SWTVC podcast, the audio home of the SWTVC crew and the ongoing push for the continued existence, expansion, and success of the heritage scale of Star Wars collecting. I'm your host, Evan, and, well, your host for the intro and outro, at least. This week, my teammates Tyler and John were quick to want to sit down with me and chat about the excitement of the PulseCon reveals from Friday. As is the case with uh, many of these convos, John is our resident expert, so he makes my job easy and I get to just stand by and let him guide us through these sorts of things. I've got more to say, but I don't want to keep you waiting to hear our thoughts on the current crop of reveals and pipeline TVC goodness. So without further ado, here's our chat. All right, guys. Um, well, let's jump into it. Uh, thank you, Tyler. Thank you, John, for uh, jumping on a Zoom chat with me today so we can chat about these PulseCon reveals uh, and some of the other stuff that may be relevant to talk about uh, based on things that they mentioned at PulseCon. Um, John, you typed up quite a wonderful, comprehensive list. Uh, you are uh, the stealth host of this show thank god you got you you got the spreadsheets <laughs> i got the lists you know we got yeah, it but, but uh podcast uh is not really a spreadsheet friendly medium so <laughs> <laughs> i uh, i'm kind of working in two opposite directions so john why don't you go ahead and uh jump us into the uh PulseCon reveals uh, so we can kind of go through um, I think they started with the specialty waves. Yeah, specialty waves, which is a very nice way of putting, here's a bunch of old stuff that you already have. But yeah. uh, these are uh, solid choices for the specialty waves. And um, sort of zooming out a little bit, they have, I mean, they've promised many times in the past that these would never impede uh, waves of new figures coming to retail. But they are finally supposedly taking the step of uh, putting them as a separate SKU SKU next year. Um, so if they are at brick and mortar, they will be on a separate peg. I guess you don't, you know, they mention it quite a few times that it would be in stores next year, but, uh, we'll, we'll see what happens, I guess. So hopefully that'll work out. Well, I, I do. I think it's worth mentioning just real quick. The brief history of that, the skew debacle, sure. um, is, you know, 2019 was the first, uh, one of these specialty waves with that, uh, uh, Luke Vader, Hoth Leia and Han, uh, Echo Base Han, yeah. Echo Base Han reissue wave. And that one did never hit retail. Um, Correct. But it did it did ship out uh, that year. And that it was fine. I, I enjoyed it. I thought I thought it was a good program. And they did say from the onset that it was not going to be available at retail. They made sure to say that. Uh, and then that's why we were all super caught off guard uh, when that second uh, specialty wave showed up. Uh, not only showed up at retail, but showed up at retail in ridiculous numbers instead of a new wave. Yeah. Um, that was the, was that the Bespin Luke? Uh, I can't remember was, what was next, but yeah, we've had yeah. several since then of, you know, sort yeah. of empire themed sort of. And and that themed. did, I think they did get asked to at a, at a Q and a, um, a couple times and they were asked many times about it because it flew in the face of what they had directly said to us. Uh, and they said, we don't know what happened. Uh, yada, yada, yada. Uh, it's all fine. Uh, it did kind of slow down some of the stuff at retail. Uh, you know, I could I could rant for an entire podcast episode about how the peasant Anakin wave uh, ruined my life for the first half of 2021. Um, but yeah, so those kept showing up and we kept asking, asking, asking. And they started saying, uh, you know, towards the end of 2020, like, oh, starting in such and such 
time, uh, you know, starting next year or something, it'll be under a separate SKU. Uh, and then that didn't happen this year. Uh, so it was nice for them to finally not only just say it in passing that they were planning on it, but they even went so far as to say, like, it will be a separate SKU. It will be a different peg. It is being solicited differently. And they said it multiple times to really drive it home. So I was very encouraged by that, that it's fine. We're finally seeing an actionable change. You know, they even mentioned that it specifically, I think Patrick even said it will not impede on new waves in the main line hitting retail. So that's I think that really answers a big question and a concern that I've had for a couple of years and I've heard from the community a lot. Yeah. Lately. And yeah, like I said, they've said it many times. So we'll see what happens. Uh, so it's a it's a prequel Clone Wars wave of four Jedi, which is very cool to see. Um, they are reissues of VC-80 Anakin Skywalker from The Phantom Menace, VC-35 Mace Windu from Attack of the Clones. VC-31 Obi-Wan Kenobi, also from Attack of the Clones, and VC-102 Ahsoka from The Clone Wars. So Anakin was a little bit, you know, we gave him a lot of grief about uh, Peasant Anakin last year. And so it was kind of, kind of funny to see another equally, uh, you know, we, we've talked a lot about before, and I know Tyler has talked a lot about, we want to see, you know, the Attack of the Clones basic look Anakin. Uh, Padawan Anakin would be great to see, especially for... Uh, Attack of the Clones 20th anniversary next year. And, and they do amazing. have a definitive version of that character that they haven't packed yet. Yeah, the yes, Black Series version. They, they really need to repack that three and three quarter inch Black Series uh, Attack of the Clones, Anakin Skywalker with the rocker ankles. The figure is already there. Everything you need already exists. Just photo reel the face, slap it on a brand new TVC card and get it out there and get it out there soon. Hopefully for the, for the anniversary would be ideal. Also, uh, I would be remiss if I didn't mention the Geonosis Padme also from the black series 3.75. Get those out there. Hasbro, please, please, please. Yes, yeah. please. So, so of course those would figures like that tend to go in the main line, which were not previously in, if they were, if they weren't previously in the vintage collection, but because all four of these were, that's why they're on their little separate specialty uh, wave. So with VC-80, starting at the top, it was kind of like an eye, a little bit of an eye roll for me on that one. Because uh, as much as I love I love the prequels and I loved that episode one wave in 2012, but it did uh, overship quite a lot. Um, and it, you know, some people can point, you can point to a number of reasons for the original cancellation of TVC, but I think that was that was a big one. Mm -hmm. So it's it's always interesting to me. They've reissued quite a few of that wave, like Darth Maul and Queen Amidala and the Battle Droid, over the last year or so. So you know, it's a good. It's it's not a bad figure. They said they really worked on the face deco. Um, you know, I see a lot of people looking at customs of younglings or whatever, or Caleb Doom. Yes. Uh, so there's a lot you can that's, do with that figure. That's the real benefit of it. I think is the is the customization potential for other younglings. Uh, really, I would say. This was the only "quote unquote" dud, if you want to call it that, of PulseCon uh, review uh, reveals. Um, it's all right, you know. I, yeah. I, again, it's it's not really a figure that anybody was asking for, uh, but I think people can make a use out of it because of the the youngling stuff. Um, I, I will say, I, I acknowledge the fact that I may be the only person that, when they were like, "Oh yeah, this figure is being reissued," uh, I thought, "Oh." neat because i do not have an opener of that figure and i was actually this close to buying one a couple times over the last uh couple months for you know like 30 40 bucks 
Glad I didn't, although it would have uh, stayed true to form with all the other figures that I pay a lot of money for, and then they get announced as uh, yeah. issues pretty quick. I mean, yeah. I needed this one on the card, um, and I'll, I'll grab a couple extras to open for, you know, customs, but... Yeah, so the next two Jedi were maybe a little more uh, up our alley, um, and they are from Attack of the Clones, so they'll be out in the 20th anniversary. That is something that is something worth celebrating, maybe total coincidence, but... Uh, <laughs> Uh, and both of them, they kind of go into the same category. They were both from the 2011 Attack of the Clones wave, and both of them were sourced from previous lines, Mace going back to 2007, Obi-Wan going back to 2009. Um, but they both have new photoreal deco, which looks great, and they both have uh, redone robes. What, what did they say? They said uh, a better fitting sewing pattern, or a new sewing pattern to better fit the figure so it's not as bulky. And I had in my notes, some of the, the joint cuts on that figure, they're a little harsh, like on his elbows and his knees. So I wouldn't have minded an all new, a newer mace, but, but this is a, still a very solid figure and a good choice for a repack. Yeah, I think it looks great with the photo reel. Um, I, I think that uh, I wanted to mention this real quick, just in passing. Um, again, going back to the Black Series uh, orange line from 2013, the Black Series Mace Windu number 19, uh, sort of his general Clone Wars look uh, with the forearm armor. Um, I think that would make a really nice re-release as well, uh, especially with photo reel, given the fact that the original release of that figure, the, the skin tone is just way off. Um, and it's such a great figure, Uh you know, if they if they get that one back out there with sort of a corrected skin color, I think that'd make a really nice Mace Windu. Yeah, and that one is also missing some of the deco on his forearm armor, like he has like the Jedi symbol and stuff. Um, so yeah. Um, with the Attack of the Clones Obi Wan, which I think that was the one I was most excited to see, uh, because I do really love that figure already. You're, you're an Obi Wan head. I'm an Obi Wan fan. I was actually tickled for many reasons when they did that reveal. Um, I really like that figure. I'm excited for the photo reel update to it. Uh, I totally had forgotten about the fact that uh, this figure does have some great parts that they could source for other Jedi uh, if they wanted to or needed to. Uh, and then also when they mentioned that, you know. Uh, I think you wrote the quote down, John. It says, let's just say that uh, it's not the only figure of this character we'll see in 2022. Big year for Obi-Wan. Um, that's good. I hope they weren't just talking, you know, Black Series. I hope it applies to Vintage Collection as well. Uh, so I, I'm glad to see this figure again, though. I'm very excited for the update. Uh, and, you know, I, yeah, I have it here. I really love it. I was very disappointed with the press photos for it because uh, you can pose it way better than they did. But that's that's my own thing. <laughs> Yeah. So the final figure in the wave, a VC-102 Ahsoka, uh, similarly to Obi-Wan, they mentioned, quote, we'll be seeing a lot more of her going forward, of course, with her show coming up uh, in the next couple of years. Um, she goes for crazy money on the aftermarket, uh, which we've discussed in the, on the show before. Despite a Walmart Black Series repack, the vintage one, you know, has gone for like $600 to $800. Uh, she was a runner-up in the vote from the vault a few months ago. And she was personally my top choice. I think she is a good idea to get back in the line. Even though she, the engineering, sculpting-wise, she is not uh, anywhere near the new Mandalore version of Ahsoka from this year, which is a masterpiece. So this figure, you know, it looks good. The articulation is maybe not, is obviously not, it's not modern. The um, only the only articulation that bothers me on this one is the um, the belly torso cut. <laughs> 
that yeah. when you if you turn her at all, she's looks like a disjointed, uh, you know, cut in half person just sitting on top yeah. of herself. So it's going to be more like Maul. Yeah. So and they were talking. They they shifted her skin tone a little bit. Um, I haven't really compared the images. You know, it's hard to tell until you get them in hand. But and they've added the photo reel, which I think will help. Um, so yeah, I think it's I think she's a good choice for the repack waves. I like that even though she didn't win uh, the vote from the vault, you know, they listened to the community on this, which pretty much universally said, look, whether it wins the vote or not, you really, really, really need to repack this figure because it's just astronomically expensive on the aftermarket. Uh, So I appreciate that they they re-release this figure because people need that card and they need to be able to fill in that hole in their number – uh, numbered collection. So yeah, without having to, you know, refinance their home or anything. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, so I, yeah, and yeah. interestingly enough, I know, uh, with a lot of these reissues, uh, especially of the more expensive ones, uh, people act like the TVC 1.0 version becomes instantly worthless. The second these are announced or released. Uh, I mean, yeah, sure. The value is probably going to dip quite a bit, on the original release. Uh, but you know, there's those crazy, those crazy completists such as myself that are still, uh, you know, after both the 1.0 release and whatever reissue there is. So, uh, you know, I, I think like you guys said, it's a great way for folks to be able to fill that hole in the collection. If they're not, you know, necessarily looking to get the 1.0 version because it's kind of unobtainable, it will see a price dip, but I don't think that's going to instantly make that figure worth nothing. So no, definitely not. Yeah. A lot of people have commented that uh, they would have preferred to see VC-13 repacked in the line, the Anakin Skywalker slash Darth Vader uh, dark side look for Anakin. Um, that's a, uh, you know, it's got a really good head, head sculpt despite the issues with the, the long arms. Um, I think people would have vastly preferred to see that version of Anakin repacked. But, you know, I, I, I do agree for the most part. I I that's one I would like to see them take another pass at as opposed to just doing a straight repack. Um, kind of similar oh, no, to the, I agree. Similar to I the agree, feelings but... on Mace Windu where, you know, it's, it's a good figure, but it does, you know, I would prefer an update, but I, I guess I can't really poo poo getting a reissue of that one. Um, but I did have a little panic moment when they were like, Oh, we're getting an Anakin too. And I was like, Oh God, is it VC 13? Is it going to preclude our chance of getting a new one? So I was a little relieved. Would you say you were panicking about Anakin? Oh, John. (laughs) (laughs) Episode title right there. Yeah. (laughs) Panicking about Anakin. All right. So after the repack wave, there were a few black series reveals. We will only say it would be great to get them in vintage collection. Migs Mayfeld, Boba Fett, uh, Cobb Vanth, Got to get them in vintage. Got to balance the scales. However, balance the scales, Hasbro. However, the the scales were balanced for a, a build up pack in both scales of the Mandalorian himself, Din Djarin, and Grogu from Maldo Crease. Maldo Crease. I'm not sure how to say that actually. I say I say Crease. It's the new Tantive, which they did not get right in the live stream. But we'll get to that later. Whatever. So, I, I'm on Patrick's side this time. Uh, you just I'm had on, to sneak that in there, didn't you, John? I'm on Lucasfilm side uh, on all things pronunciation. Anyway, so I'm. <sighs> I'm waiting for the Maldo Crease Christ uh, audiobook to get the final answer on that one. Anyway, yeah, so this set is coming in both scales, which I think is very nice to see. That's something we've been, you know, begging for for a long time, and it is something to get them both revealed on the same day. They were literally revealed at the same time because same they, exact time. they accidentally showed the TVC uh, packaging <laughs> while they were talking about the Black Series version, which was, you know, a little breadcrumb as they kept talking about breadcrumbs. 
yeah for a second though when it popped up i didn't notice the tvc logo on the bottom right and i was like oh yeah. god they're putting it on a kenner card and because it's it's a wider card uh than what we're used to it's a different card size for tvc so. yeah so it was a little little confusing when they put that up but uh so he's got the new thigh armor piece for the they didn't just repack it they added some new tooling which was great to see um he's got the new thigh armor which represents his season two costume um, he's got the rocker ankles, which I know Tyler is very excited about. Extremely excited. Extremely Not just Tyler. Excited. I think that was, uh, you know, that that is this figure was already definitive, and they just sailed it over the top for being yeah. even more definitive. Yeah. So it was they something fixed they, the only thing that you could possibly complain about with that mm-hmm. figure, and now it's now it's perfect. So yeah, but I guess now we can complain separately. We love to complain. That's all we do here. But yeah, of course. Uh, so the snow deco means you can't exactly use it for every scene, you know, for season two. Yes. But, but as we have seen, they are no strangers to repainting the Mandalorian. So I think we don't probably don't have to worry about that. So I was mentioning to uh, the guys from Banthaskull, uh, Chris and Brett, that um, I would love to see this. Fi- so this 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 release is awesome don't get me wrong it's awesome i love everything about it but at the same time it's a little bit frustrating because my initial thought was oh man i'll buy a bunch of these and boil and pop the feet off and give my other mandalorian figures rocker ankles yay but then i realized oh it's got frost deco all over it which by the way looks fantastic no complaints there but it it was just this realization where it was like oh that's not going to work without repainting it so uh, I think what they should do, and I'm sure that they have plans to do this because they're milking this mold for every every last drop, which they should. It's a great sculpt, you know, keep keep them coming. But um, I think what they could do in the future is re-release this exact figure from this build-up pack with the rocker ankle, uh, rocker ankles, with the thigh piece, and pack in, you know, the Beskar spear and or a dark saber, and because they've never put either of those accessories in with din and they're both sort of like his iconic weapons now um maybe not maybe not the dark saber but certainly the beskar spear um that would be a great way to get this exact sculpt right back out there without the frost echo so yeah absolutely I love that. but i think the frost looks really really good though i think they did a great job with it even on grogu as well uh i, I love everything about this set everything about this it's pretty pitch perfect if you ask me so because it was also revealed in the same time in the black series for collectors who get both lines such as myself i know i'm a heretic but (laughs) that means you get three different sizes of spiders and in the episode there were you know big guys and little guys and in-betweeners um so it's it's a little extra they did kind of call it out in the in the stream but it's a little extra world building element for either scale honestly but it's nice to see, you know, if you do want to, you know, turn to the dark side and dabble in Black Series a little bit, it'll it'll yield another uh, spider, which was designed to have the same sort of plastic, same sort of paint as they called out. So it's it's nice to see that sort of cross compatibility there. And I will say this: uh, I think now I'm ready for Frog Lady, man. <laughs> Everything exists yeah. to support that figure, so just saying i want her we all you know yes so the build-up pack is a walmart exclusive um but also as we mentioned earlier uh the card and bubble size are both sort of a completely new size 
You um, mentioned the card size already. I, right, but what, what I, where, where I wanted to go with this was the potential that this opens up for, you know, other things yeah. with more accessories. Um, it's it's almost an accessory pack with the exception of, you know, uh, Din. So I, I just, I'm, I'm really excited about the potential that this sort of packaging style and size opens up for things in the future. Definitely. Because sure. we had the, uh, you know, the build-up packs last year of Din with Grogu with a couple of the Camtono and Beskar pieces and whatnot. So this is, and the uh, Incinerator Trooper. So this is an extension of that, literally in a few ways. Um, so it is great to see that. Very exciting. Now, where's my start? Now, where's my star case for this thing? Because it's yeah, right. Uh, come on, Protech, let's do this. So, continuing the world building theme uh, is the Navarro Cantina playset, which was in the pipeline, and now we finally saw it revealed, which was awesome. And of course, you know, with playsets, as always, we always want more. Uh, it doesn't have a booth, you know, but it does have the bar. And if you buy two, you can get the front bar and the back bar. I really love the way that they set up the the modularity. It looks great on on its on its own just as one set but with two you can build it out have a side window uh extend the bar have even more glasses and cups and decanters um yeah it looks it looks great to me so I, I agree i love this um i have to say initially when they first pipelined this i was like uh okay i mean i'm not really sure where they're going with this because i'm sure there's no way we're ever going to see all those aliens i didn't really initially understand yeah. the purpose of picking this particular uh you know scene uh or sequence of the show um but then when when we started talking about it more and like oh maybe maybe where they're going with this is like the final showdown from yep. season one and then it was like, okay, so maybe we'll see like some battle damage. Uh, that could be cool. Now, now that we're seeing the actual product, I think it's awesome. I really think it's awesome. I bought two. I might buy an, uh, another one. I think it. I think it's really, really cool. Um, I love that all of the little bottles and jugs and glassware. Uh, it's all in. You know, none of it is fixed and and attached to the counter all of it can be reconfigured they're all little individual accessory pieces i think that's super cool that you can you know sort of customize your bar <laughs> yeah, um, yeah i i can't wait to display this with you know din and kara and ig11 and grief oops we have the wrong one uh fix that hasbro <laughs> <laughs> um no, but I can't wait to display them all like sort of peering out the window and I'm going to have my ITT and Moff Gideon and his death troopers, you know, outside of it, all sort of staring them down and the incinerator trooper about to burn them out. Oh, I can't wait. I'm so yeah. excited. This is, I, this is super cool. I loved the photo that they had with the Death Star droid as the bartender. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I did not even think about that. And uh, I was like, oh, God, I... I wish I hadn't just sold my uh, spare <laughs> Death Star droid because now I want another one. So I may have to track one down. What a great set. So, yeah. So as we saw, some of we're a little questioning some of the, the cardboard pieces because uh, it seems to be that the uh, window, they mentioned that you can kind of, you know, pop the tabs in the back and switch it out. Similar to the Emperor's Throne Room set that we, you know, is now up for pre-order where you switch the, the window behind him to have either stars or, or just stars or a battle um which i think that's fine i mean as long as it's sturdy and is not going to 
get in the way of anything. It looks okay. Um, the door for me is a little bit like, oh, I don't know why that had to be cardboard. As far as we know, it's cardboard. We're not 100% sure. But it doesn't it doesn't have a slider on top like the Tantive set did. Um, so it doesn't open or close. You can just display it closed or open, which if you don't like it, I guess don't display it in there. Um, <laughs> that was the only like, oh, geez. But if that means that there's more budget for all the awesome glasses and you know everything like that all the accessories that are really exciting to me then so be it you know um i love all the accessories i do one thing that i am missing from this set in particular is uh something that i loved from the uh tantive tantive set um the floor uh the floors with the peg holes and stuff uh, so you can really make a dynamic a really dynamic uh, display of being able to pose people running down the hallway and all that. Um, whereas with this set, I, it does not have a floor. At least it does not appear to have a floor. Uh, so that, that was a little bit of a bummer uh, for me, but not a deal breaker uh, at all. Yeah. So, and yeah. So the fact that it has tabs on the back for the window would seem to indicate to me that it doesn't have like a finished back. Um, which, you know, makes it more in line with the Jabba's Palace set, which is only meant to be displayed one way. Um, so, I, you know, I think some people were hoping that you could display uh, it as like a general, you know, Navarro street sort of thing. So you could make more of the scene outside. But, you know, aside from that, we can look out and see that scene. I guess that's fine. You know, um, we were we were spoiled with the Tantive uh, set where that was one that it made sense for them to be able to utilize both sides of it. Yeah. Cause it was, it's a totally modular set. Whereas this one is a little bit modular, uh, but still scene specific. So yeah. I, I, I definitely understand the thinking behind that. So I'm curious if they will, you know, clear that up or maybe show us the back of it at some point. Uh, yeah. but that was at first, my knee jerk reaction was, Oh, that's too bad. Uh, but now it's just kind of like, yeah, now I get it because if uh, Navarro Street would be even more tooling or even more sculpting, you know, even more work and it'd make it even more expensive. Uh, I don't know. I, and I think it probably would have taken away from the other stuff that we're excited about, like, you know, all the little pieces that you get to put on the bar. Uh, yeah. So I'm happy with what it is. And like like Tyler mentioned, we do have, you know, we don't have any of the aliens from earlier in the season other than, I guess, Constable Zubio, if you want to put him in there. I will. But, <laughs> all of them. <laughs> I ha- I'm going to put all 10 of my Zuvios in there. <laughs> but we do have, we have almost everything for the final battle. We don't have, technically, I'm going to get real deep. We don't have Din without his Mudhorn, uh, you know, signet mm. on his shoulder, which I, that is another variation that I want to see, which I'm kind of surprised I haven't done that yet. That's his look for the majority of season one. Uh, we don't have season one grief in TVC. Um, but we do have pretty much all the other characters that are involved in the battle. We still need a speeder bike uh, in the white uh, remnant colors. We still need a new E-Web. We still need Gideon's TIE Fighter. Yes, but... the Outland TIE Fighter. I was going to mention that. And we also badly yeah. need the client. Yes. Yes. Who he he died right at the beginning of the battle. But, you know, his body, his dead smoking body there is an important aspect of that. Yeah, it's as, it's as important as the bottles on the bar. Yeah. <laughs> and so. he was also in multiple episodes, too. So, yeah. you know, if, if their intention with this set is to sort of complete this scene, uh, then they they really need to need to put out that character. 
Um, plus, plus it's Werner Herzog. So. Yeah. And especially Come season on. one grief, because so many scenes in season one uh, with grief and Mando took place in that bar. Mm-hmm. Yep. And so, you know. Yeah. And it, on the crest. This is, this is a yeah. further sort of question mark as to why they went with his magistrate look instead of his season one you know, bounty hunter guild look. I, I just, I'll never understand that, but we, we really need the season one look now. He was only in a season two look for one episode, but he was in the season one look for a lot of the season, the first season. Yes. So yes, that said the season two look, uh, the season two episode or not episode figure uh, is great. It is a great figure. It is great. And I it think is, there is a but... lot of, re- there's a lot, a lot of reuse they can get if they do a season one figure. It's like, you know, change the outer cape thing. Mm-hmm. But the figure we did get in the set is the Death Trooper, which for it's, you know, we've had this figure before, but this is the first time without the harness. Um, We've been talking about it It has the little greebly. I think it's a light on the side of its head that it doesn't. The ones in the Mandalorian don't actually have that. Um, I didn't expect them to retool it, but, you know, that's fine. Um, You know, cut it off, get an X-Acto knife, get your customizing (laughs) to work. But watch your thumbs, for God's sake. Um, (laughs) But it, it was nice to finally see it on the card back that we got uh, in the carbonized line last year. Yes. Um, in, in TVC proper. Now it has the Navarro name pill on there. So that's exciting. Yeah. It's Bodes very well nice for the short trooper. It. it does. So the Navarro Cantina, we're not 100% there for all the figures that are in that set, but we're, we're very close. I would uh, like to see the client. <laughs> <laughs> but so, you know, people, we've had issues with some of the play sets lately don't have all the figures. Uh, available to them mm-hmm. but with the <laughs> lando. yeah lando and lobot we're getting finally for the carbon freezing chamber a year two years after it was released um we're finally getting a bib for the Jabba's palace playset and uh sail barge and whatnot um so that leads us into the next reveal for the tanta v4 playset which is the <laughs> rebel fleet trooper they showed it you know we get one if you buy one you get more if you buy more of course but it's it's all the same guy it's all that same old man from nine years ago Mm -hmm. uh so yeah i was very excited to see this what do you guys think i uh i think this one kind of stole the show for me because i was not expecting it uh and then when they first started talking about it before we saw any pictures uh or before we could really look at it too much i thought oh great you know it's the same thing but I think they really outdid themselves, uh, outdid themselves because it's new head sculpts. Uh, I think all four of them have you all know, four of them. Yep. Yep. new head sculpts, yep. which is amazing. Uh, not only for diversity, for, uh, diversity of our, you know, uh, troops. So they don't all look like the same old guy that you just said, John. But yeah. the fact that, you know, we get that uh, uh, scrombus and, uh, you know, proper and a captain antilles uh in a vintage collection proper yeah. on a pretty good pretty good figure a uh, great troop builder and you know it was a smart repaint for uh the captain antilles but yeah i was just blown away by the fact that they did do new head sculpts for these so i think that opens up a ton a ton of opportunities for these troop builder packs moving forward because the stormtrooper set as far as we know i think the pauldron might be new it might be reused it's hard to say um, but yeah, otherwise it was all reused tooling. So it was a surprise to see four new heads in this set. Yeah, I was not you know, expecting I, that. I have to say a lot of people uh, wanted to see um, the Rebel Fleet Trooper uh, as a build-up pack like this um, because they did that years ago back in, what was the, the original the original trilogy collection, was it? I want to say. For who you're talking uh, about? 
for, for the, the original they they did true builders like this in a white box yeah, years yeah. ago it was, it was the original uh, trilogy collection right it was around there it was around sagas like 2002 to 2004 so around that time yeah, yeah. okay uh, all right so my mistake but anyway the, the point is that um this is sort of almost a nod to those original releases and so i sort of thought that what they would do if they ever did rebel fleet troopers would they would just put four of the exact same guy and call it a day but man you know they really went above and beyond with these four uh individual head sculpts and captain antilles i'm so thrilled about this figure i'm so thrilled to have you know a brand new quote unquote uh captain antilles figure even if and i know certain people are criticizing uh, the fact that his his pants aren't quite right because in the movie he's not wearing uh, you know cargo pants, so it's, it's not exactly perfect. But the fact that they tooled up a new vest because he does have uh, the rank badge, unless that's just painted, I think, I, it might I'm just be sure painted. I'm pretty sure okay. it's just painted. Okay, I'm sorry. Excuse me, um, but you know they did they did bother to paint the rank badge on there. Um, I just love it. I'm so excited for this. I think it's great. And like you guys said, you know, it it opens up so many opportunities, uh, so much potential yeah. for yeah. what they could do with this. I'm, I'm very excited about it. And it's also surprising to see another one offered so quickly on the heels of the, the Stormtrooper one. Yeah. Um, yeah. I figured we might see one of these a year in the coming years, but to see it only a few months later i'm like wow you guys are really trying to get all my money aren't you all of it <laughs> and they even, they even said at the end we'll see more of these in the near future so you know oh boy it's gonna be an expensive year <laughs> you know I, I i was thinking about it with these you know we've got a lot of figures in the pipeline uh coming um just from previous pipelines as well uh, but like great troopers that we have you know either old ones or new ones that they're going to be working on uh you know mandalorians and all that the fact uh, going back to the new head sculpt part uh to me the most exciting thing is like you know if they were to do that um uh mandalorian uh what is it the death watch mandalorian uh, the airborne mandalorian mm-hmm. that they're doing uh if they did a troop builder pack of that you know it would yeah. be a re- uh, real easy for them to kind of do a build up pack of four of those but then one of them has a new gar or not gar saxon uh previous la hit uh, head oh yeah i think mm-hmm. that would be a great mm-hmm. way to do it they've got you know they can they've already got a dark saber they can pack in same with, with the uh the super commandos that have been um yeah they, could, yeah they could do like a, a gar saxon uh let's jump ahead a little bit but you know do things you, like know. that yeah so but they, so w- with the commanders being included in here does it kind of limit how many that you guys buy because like with the stormtrooper it was a pretty generic commander you can have as many of those as you want but you know how many captain antilles do we want to have displayed well, our collection? Well, I'm glad that you asked. <laughs> so uh, this uh, presents the opportunity to, you know, create other rebel leaders. Like, um, I know the rank placard isn't exactly right, but you have talented people who can put, you know, water slide decals on it, whatever, and maybe turn it into um, uh, Draven. Was Draven a general? Is it General Draven? Yeah. He's a general, right? Yeah. So you could make a, a General That's Draven true. out of him, potentially. Um, you could make, uh, the other generals who were, um, you know, featured in the, the Yavin sequence at the end of a new hope. Uh, there's a lot of potential for that. And just the head sculpts, uh, on the other, the other troopers, you know, I might take a couple of those and put them on some Imperial officers. Yeah. You can mix and match. 
You know, it's, I just, I love that. I, I'm so appreciative of the fact that they tooled up new heads. That's so cool. So bravo Hasbro. Great job on that. Great yes, job. Ag- agreed. Agreed. And real quick on those two figures, I will just say we did have a, a New Hope Captain Antilles in 2004 in the quote-unquote saga line. But that was, you know, he's wearing he's wearing a choked expression. He had the extendable neck so Vader could grab onto him, which is pretty funny. <laughs> so this one is more, you know, how he looks in Rogue One as he's kind of calmly giving Leia the plans at the end, giving her hope. And then <laughs> Lieutenant Scrambus, Pelo Scrambus, as of course, of course, we, we know him, we love him. We, we're all Pelo yeah. Scrambus fans here. yeah. But yeah, I think, I've got a focus collection on Pelos yeah. <laughs> but it just got a little bigger. The I think the vintage collection figure was sort of supposed to be him, but the likeness was just not really correct. No, this it's one's just, much better. Yeah, because the the Black Series one, I will say, uh, this sculpt looks very similar. So maybe they yes. you know use yep. some of the same sculpting uh, files or whatever. So it's it's nice to see them go back and correct that because he is one of the most prominent. Uh, you know, guys in that scene. He's one of the first guys that you see in Star Wars. Yeah. So it gives me hope that they'll, you know, sometimes background humans, it's always a little bit like question, ongoing questions about the rights, you know, that's that whole situation. It's just nice to be able to see them do that when they can. So I I, I like it. As far as Captain Antilles goes, for those who have an issue with his pants, I know this sounds ridiculous, but people have brought it up. Um, I do wonder if, because I'm looking at the old uh, Captain Antilles figure, Right now, I wonder if you could do some boil and pop. You wouldn't have any articulation, you know, below the waist, basically, uh, except for maybe swivel hips. You might have swivel hips, just looking at it from a distance. But I yeah, wonder if you could hips. put those legs on this figure, if it would work or if it would look very disproportionate. I don't, I don't know. I'd have to, I'd have to compare Rebel Fleet Trooper to that figure and see if that could work. Well, you're going to have extras to experiment with, Tyler. So. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. I'm not. I don't usually do crazy, drastic surgery on my figures like that. But I do know that people do stuff like that to make their figures a little more accurate. So, I think be interesting to see to, to see what people do with that. Personally, I'm going to accept into my head canon that Captain Antilles owns more than one pair of pants. Yeah, I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, perfect, yeah, yeah. perfect. That works. <laughs> so, are we good on that? Uh, did we mention the rifles? Oh, yeah. So it has four. I wrote down the name of the... I'm not a huge... Uh, Isn't it know, like AC-280 know. or something like that? So, RC-280. So Patrick mentioned that it comes with four DH-17 blaster pistols and two larger RC-280 rifles. RC-280. I think that's, I think that's what I heard. Yeah, I don't... Yeah. I'm not always that, you know, big into the tech side of it. Um, so, yeah, I think... I can't remember if those are new or not. But previously, the, the trooper only had the DH-17, which is nice to see um, more uh, stuff included there. They don't have the little baseball cap from the uh, single-carded release, but that's you know okay. that's all right. We have quite a few left over from the other versions, I'm sure. Sure and do. Because of this, too, I, I actually had just opened up the trooper that I had gotten with. I finally opened one of the many that I have with my Tantive uh, sets that... I don't feel cheated that I opened it because it does have a different head to the ones that are in here now. So that's five, five unique trooper heads uh, for this, which is great. Uh, I do. Oh, sorry, John. Well, and back in the day, similar to what Tyler was talking about when they did uh, this figure, when they did this character in the power of the Jedi line and then the saga line, they did release it with a few different heads in a single carded, but they're all like brunette guys. They all look kind of similar. So it's hard to tell them apart. Um, So it's nice to see them kind of, you know, spiritually continue that. Yeah. 
And it kind of reminded me too of with the um, Endor Rebel Soldier in TVC 1.0, which yep. I think would be a great build-up pack too at some point. Oh yeah, totally. Uh, yes, is yes. you know they released two versions of that guy, which was awesome. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. with uh, with these trooper build-up packs too, uh, especially them mentioning that it is specifically geared towards a previous playset, uh, and having playsets you know have figures to support them, as you said uh, leading into this segment, John, that. I do feel like this does open up the possibility for things like getting some kind of background pack for our Navarro Cantina in the future. You know, some kind of denizen pack with some new head sculpts on some reused assets for bodies or something like that. I don't think that's outside of the realm of possibility personally. And I think this really just kind of had me further excited for that. I think, yeah, in that sort of case, I think it would be something similar to what they did for, uh, the Dane, the skiff driver, or the Clatuanian uh, raider, where they take existing sort of Jabba's goon tooling and add a new hat or, you know, a new head or yeah. whatever. Um, so I think there is opportunity for that. Yeah, because I was really, I was surprised by how different, I mean, I know Captain Antilles, you know, it's similar, similar uh, outfit, but I didn't really think of repainting the Rebel Fleet Trooper into him. Yeah, I'd never so thought I think- of that. They're getting very creative, which is which is awesome. Yeah, I love it. I love it. So that was the last of the you know in person reveals that we saw, but we got some more pipeline reveals, which is awesome. The pipeline is running dry, so it's good for them to fill it back up. Um, I'll just say real quick for Black Series, similar to the ones they revealed, would love to see these uh, in Vintage Collection. We are seeing Figure and Dan come to both scales, so it's balance the scales, Hasbro. Yep, it love goes both it. ways. It goes both yep, ways. Yep. Um, and it's you know for the Black Series, it's nice to build at the Cantina. So anyway still jealous we don't have a distillery in, well hey uh, they could vintage. only get one half of their canteen anyways so. that's true <laughs> limit one per customer and then, yeah and then uh leia ewok village and new republic security droid both very much needed in vintage collections so good for black series let's see them in vintage as for what we are getting in vintage is uh four new figures three from clone wars one from the mandalorian uh arc trooper jesse repack from the 501st legion arc troopers set uh from last year which is awesome he's the third one that we needed for that uh 332nd ahsoka clone trooper mandalorian super commando captain and the mandalorian dinjarin in his morak trooper disguise the tank trooper so yeah there's uh quite a bit of exciting stuff in there uh very excited about jesse because i didn't get two of the three pack from last year so Mm -hmm. he's the one i'm missing an opener of so i'm very excited to be able to do that finally i i didn't really doubt it but it was nice for them to just confirm it and the fact that it's coming so soon um after echo so yeah yeah it's really nice that they they finished all three of those uh i expect all of them to sell quite well yeah and we did mention the super uh, mandalorian super commando real quick you know earlier when we were talking about uh the uh, build-up packs so that's another one that i'm very excited for for any and all kind of troop building possibilities again i assume that this is going to use at least some of the tooling from vc 186 boba fett so it's Again, great job, Hasbro. Use that tooling to the maximum effect and uh, maximum firepower. No, yeah. keep keep <laughs> keep the keep the the Mandos coming. Money makers, money makers. Well, yeah, and so with that Super Commando Captain and the Airborne Trooper we got last time, and the three thirty second. I have another point about the world building in a minute, but those three were all released in Black Series last year at the um, same along- time. At the same time, in a wave with uh, Ahsoka, which a lot of that was reuse and retooling, and it was not quite as maybe as good as it could have been. And it was Walmart um, exclusive too, so that was a bit of a yeah. shame for that. 
So, uh, and uh, they're also in the March Madness bracket. Um, these are things that we've been wanting for a long time. Uh, you know, I've been begging for Mandalorian. So we, you know, it's nice to see we're getting the Airborne Trooper. That was Pipeline last time. Um, you know, and then the Super Commando Captain. Hopefully, seems like they'll both be next year. You know, so it's nice to see them both kind of around the same time. I'll be getting quite a few of those. Well, um, and uh, I, I, sorry, I'm not trying to hijack. I just was thinking again with the troop building possibilities with this Mandalorian Super Commando, um, the and then the the previous Airborne one that they mentioned, also coupled with the assets that they'll have from uh, Bo-Katan and any and all Din Djarin's mm-hmm. and Boba Fett's uh, and the VC-186 Boba Fett. we're going to, we're going to see so many, I hope Mandalorians, they could do so many variations. They could do whatever they want at this point with Mandalorians. They, they have so many pieces. They could create so many interesting things, uh, be it specific characters, uh, figures or just generic troopers. So anyway, I just wanted to say that. And they made a point and I'm really excited about this. They talked about how they're quote, really building out that Epic final arc of the show. So, I just want to run them down real quick. Between all the figures they've released lately for Clone Wars, so you got Ahsoka Tano, Mandalore, Darth Maul, Mandalore, you got Arc Trooper Jesse, you got Bo-Katan, who looked basically the same in Clone Wars as she does in Mandalorian, uh, you got the 332nd Clone Trooper, you got the 501st Legion Clone Trooper repack coming, you got the Mandalorian Super Commando Captain, and you have the Mandalorian Death Watch Airborne Trooper. That is so many figures from just the Siege of Mandalore uh, arc. And we know they appeared in other arcs as well. But I'm just so excited that they're really going hard on that arc, which is one of my favorite things in Star Wars maybe ever. Agreed. Um, really yeah. building, really building out the world building. I really applaud that. Um, and that was sort of a theme throughout today's reveals of, you know, filling out the playsets we already have, uh, making smart new playsets for characters we already have. Um, really digging into... You know, it came out a year ago at this point, but it so, you know, better late than never on these Clone Wars figures. I'm yeah. just very happy about that. They may not be moving as fast as we want them to, but in the scheme of things, mm-hmm. you know, realistically, maybe their hands are tied. I'm just super happy that, you know, this really does prove that they they are at least very much aware at this point of what we're asking for, I think, when it comes to the these- collection. Yes, yeah. these definitely, again, seem like examples and indications that they are definitely listening to the community, paying attention to what we're chattering about. So, yeah, as you said, John, uh, I applaud them. Great yeah. job. Keep it up. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely love it. And then another thing that a lot of people have been asking about, so it's very exciting to see, is, well, the Mud Trooper body in general from Solo, or, you know, which was reused in uh, The Mandalorian as the Tank Trooper, which... You know, the Black Series is getting uh, the Bill Burr character, Miggs Mayfeld. He's always Bill Burr to me. But, um, which is basically just the Mud Trooper Han with a new head. But we didn't have a, a Mud Trooper tank driver super articulated in 3.75. There is a 5 POA version. So it's really exciting to finally get that figure, that body in uh, the vintage collection. Which I assume, and I hope, they won't miss a trick with repaints, God bless them. So I hope we will have a Mud Trooper, a Mud Trooper Han. Uh, we're getting Din, so I hope we're getting Mayfeld now. There's just so many yes. things they could do with this figure, and it's very exciting to see that they're Absolutely. starting on that path. So if I can, uh, just regarding that point, um, our good friend John Miko partnered with Bantha Skull uh, a few months back to uh, discuss 
how many ways that tooling could be used um, in exactly you know what the, the ways that you just mentioned uh, the mud trooper the driver several different characters Han you know the fact that we're getting this figure with this tooling opens up a lot of potential opportunities and, and also an again. army builder pack as well like two one of these yep. packs with yep. just that body hundred percent. Even in, the, yep. even in the five POA line, they just kind of like glued Han's mask to his face and like repainted him a little bit and said, "Ah, oh, it's a generic guy." I was like, "That's fine." <laughs> so they could do something similar because I want the the mud trooper head in addition to the because uh, all my uh, Mimban stormtroopers back here they're looking a little lonely without their mud trooper buddies next to them. <laughs> so I would love to see that. We're done with the reveals. Unless you guys have anything else you want to say on a, a more global level about this stuff, I think I said my piece with the world building element. Uh, moving forward, I'm sure we will have a lot more information, uh, to chat even more in depth about some of these things, but overall, uh, very, very exciting, uh, very exciting stuff. The reveals were great. I think it was overall a, a great, great day to be a, a TVC collector in my opinion. Yeah. Agreed. Absolutely. Well, what did you all think of PulseCon? Was it better than you thought? Worse? Are you excited for these offerings? I know there was a lot of dismay that uh, we weren't shown more, quote, new figures at the event itself, but any of you who have chatted with us on Instagram know that we've mentioned many times that these big events aren't usually necessarily where Hasbro spoils us the most with reveals. For example, at the time of me recording this outro, the Bring Home the Bounty program has brought us two more TVC figure reveals hot on the heels of PulseCon, and wow, they are reveals that are worth the wait. Ahsoka Tano, based on her Corvus look from The Mandalorian and a Death Watch Mandalorian. Based on the photos revealed, I personally am beyond hyped for these two highly desired and oft-requested figures. Now that just leaves Morag Boba to make the jump from retro to TVC. Just saying. Uh, depending on when you're listening to this, pre-orders for Ahsoka and the Death Watch Mando are hitting the same day this episode drops, October 27th at 1pm Eastern Time. These two figures are not exclusive and are part of the main line, so no need to worry about jumping through hoops at Walmart or Target or something. Uh, they'll all be available at all the usual retailers and sites, including over at ctocollectibles.com. Pre-order from there and be sure to use promo code SWTVC10 for 10% off your order. And remember, Grant and Mia ship TVC figures and figure shields, so you know you're in good hands with folks who want you to get your figures as fresh as possible. All right, onward from reveals. Here's something exciting. If you follow us on Instagram, and if you're not, why aren't you? Uh, you'll have seen that at SWTVC has been invited by Hasbro to participate in the upcoming round of Q&As with the Hasbro brand team, uh, pertaining mostly to the PulseCon reveals, but with some room for some more cool behind-the-scenes info uh, in terms of Hasbro's process and prior uh, priorities, all that kind of stuff. Uh, next week's episode will be those questions and answers. So instead of the usual Wednesday drop of the episode, stay tuned on Monday, November 1st for the release. Huge thank you to all of you who dropped us a line uh, to give us inspiration and tips on things we should be asking. It's an awesome opportunity and we cannot wait to share it with you all. Alrighty, gang. Well, that's it for this episode of the SWTVC podcast. As always, keep 375 alive, back TVC, balance the scales Hasbro, finish the 96, and may the force be with you. <laughs>